It is All-Star Weekend in Vegas, and our boy Patrice Bergeron is representing the black and gold in the skills competition and the All-Star game, which takes place Friday night, Saturday afternoon. We're going to talk about all that as well as take a look back at some memorable Bruins moments at NHL All-Star Weekend on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. My uh, pleasure to host this podcast, and I'm excited to um, discuss the black and gold with you today. And I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all podcast platforms, as well as on YouTube. And you can... Uh, smash that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, uh, listen, and enjoy on a daily basis, Monday to Friday. Uh, if you are on social media, you can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. Now it is... Friday, February 4th, and uh, the NHL has taken over the Vegas Strip with the NHL All-Star Skills Competition and All-Star Game set to take place uh, this weekend. I was a bit confused because usually it's Saturday, Sunday, but Skills Competition uh, will take place 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Tonight, Friday night, ESPN in the States, Sportsnet in Canada. And then the All-Star Game taking place Saturday, being at 3 p.m. It will, of course, be a uh, three-on-three tournament, as it has over the past few years. Uh, One semifinal game, another semifinal game, and then the two winning teams will meet in the the final. A couple new events. On the skills competition docket, uh, there will be a, a twist on blackjack that will have five players standing on the strip and shooting at a deck of oversized cards on a rack. The goal will be to achieve a hand of 21 without going bust in the least amount of shots. Uh, and then there will also be a uh, some sort of face-off challenge on the the uh, fountain at Bellagio, which, you know, is made famous in, not made famous, I don't want to keep saying that, but you will all know from the um, uh, Ocean's Eleven movies, of course. This fountain face-off, eight players will compete uh, on kind of these fake ice platforms, uh, and they will... 
be shooting pucks into five targets in the least amount of time. Uh, there'll be a qualifying round and then a head-to-head final. Now, the Bruins representative at the All-Star Game is, of course, Patrice Bergeron. He's making his, well, fourth All-Star appearance, but his fifth appearance at All-Star Weekend, if that makes sense. Actually, no, his third All-Star Game appearance, fourth uh all-Star Weekend appearance. He did appear at the uh, 2004 NHL All-Star Game where he participated in the Young Stars event. And then he was an All-Star in Columbus 2015, Nashville 2016, and now here in 2022. He will be participating in the uh, Accuracy Competition, which a former Bruin was very good at. We'll talk about that here in a moment. Uh, but you know, a lot has been made of the fact that perhaps Brad Marchand should have been Boston's representative at the all-star game, arguably one of, if not the best, uh, left winger in the game today, an elite, um, an elite, yeah, Boston Bruin, an elite player, uh, for the team. And, uh, I don't believe he's ever been at the all-star game. Has he been at the all-star game? Anyways, he would have been very deserving. Yes. He has been at the all-star game. He was there in 2017 along with Tuga Rask. And then he was there in 2018. Um, most likely Bergeron is there, not as a kind of token invite, but because he is nearing the end of his career, he's still playing at a high level for sure. I don't know if all-star level is quite right. Marshan would be that guy for the Boston Bruins. You could argue David Postrock as well. Certainly the way he's been playing so far in 2022, maybe not his season as a whole. Uh, but still, it's very cool for Bergeron to get this honor and uh, to bring his family with him to Vegas for probably the last time as an NHL all-star Martian. If there's an event next year, which there should be, uh, he will most likely be there. He and Pasternak will be candidates for the next few years, at least pasta well into the future, but Berge or Martian, you know, for a little bit longer yet. Now the last all-star game uh, took place in, uh, 2020. Obviously, there wasn't one last year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, and you may remember that David Pasternak was named the All-Star MVP at that event. Scored four goals, added two assists in two games. Uh, that included a hat-trick in the first game against the Metropolitan Division. He won the MVP in a fan vote, beating out Matthew Kachuk, Leon Dreisaitl, and Anthony Duclair. Uh, Pasternak also appeared in the Shooting Stars event. Players got seven pucks to shoot over the crowd to hit numbered targets on the ice and get the most points. Uh, he finished second to last in that event, and that's not one that they are doing again <laughs> this year. Uh, Pasternak was captain of the 2020 uh, Atlantic Division All-Star team. Um he had some fun being captain, used his authority towards the referees, asking the referees to give his team a power play from the bench. 
uh, when he was told, I don't think you should talk to me right now. He was, uh, responded with how he was allowed to have a friggin' C, uh, from the ref. And then of course, Bruce Cassidy was also there. Uh, he was head coach of the Atlantic division team. He was joined by, uh, the office actress, Jenna Fisher, uh, as the game was in St. Louis, they had some, uh, local St. Louis people, um, helping out in that one. So that's what you may remember from the 2020 all-star game. Going to look back at some other memorable Bruins moments from all-star weekend here in a moment. But before we do that, I want to talk about built bar. Uh, built bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Maybe even better to be honest. And they also make it easy to stick to your uh, workout routine or just a general resolution to be more healthy in 2022. Uh, you want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring, right? Um, by like now into February, you're thinking this just isn't worth it. Where's the chocolate? Built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate and also have much healthier uh, ingredients than candy bar even if you're not a huge fan of working out you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you that way when you enjoy a delicious built bar you can count it as a workout almost there's so many flavors to choose from and they're always coming out with new limited time flavors so check out built.com often to see what is new and use promo code locked 15 to get 15 percent off your order that's promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com I want to thank you again so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Now go check out the Locked On NHL podcast. Locked On experts covering the biggest stories around the NHL and throughout the Olympics, Monday to Friday in less than 30 minutes, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now the first official All-Star game was played in 1947. The Bruins were represented by Bobby Bauer, Frank Brimzik, Woody Dumart, and Milt Schmidt. And uh, Bruins have been named MVP at this uh, event on uh, a few occasions. I did have that pulled up here. Uh, where did it go? NHL MVPs. Yes. So the first Bruin to win the MVP was Bobby Orr in 1972. That game was played at the Met Center in Minnesota. Uh, in 1996, we'll talk about this game more at length here in a moment, but Ray Bork named MVP in a game that was played at what was then called the Fleet Center. Uh, in 2001, I totally forgot about this. Bill Guerin was named uh, MVP of the All-Star Game. He was then a member of the Boston Bruins. That game was played at what was then called the Pepsi Center in Denver. And then, of course, as I mentioned, in uh, 2020, David Pasternak was named the MVP at that one. Um, in the 1947 game that I mentioned, Frank Brimzik, goaltender, this game was weird because it was uh, hosted by the Toronto Maple Leafs and they played a group of NHL All-Stars. 
the NHL All-Stars fell behind 2-0 and 3-1, but Brimsick held the Maple Leafs scoreless for the remaining 34 minutes and 59 seconds. And that allowed the NHL All-Stars to come back and win the game, if you can believe it. First All-Star game, Toronto Maple Leafs, it was 3-1, and they gave up uh, three goals to the All-Stars and lost 4-3. Brimzik appeared in the next year's All-Star game. He repeated the feat, backstopping the NHL to a 3-1 win over the Maple Leafs. Um, In 2009, uh, Claude Julien was head coach of the Eastern Conference All-Stars, and they beat the uh, Western Conference by a score of 12 to 11. Um, Mark Savard starred in that one. Uh, three assists in that one, a playmaker hat-trick, if you will. Uh, so that was a great uh, memory for the Boston Bruins, thinking back to how good Mark Savard was. Um, and yeah, just so devastating that he wasn't able to uh, finish his career at a high level. Uh, the old Boston garden hosted the all-star game once and uh, Bobby Orr, Esposito, four other Bruins teamed up with the likes of Gordy Howe, Brad Park and the Mahavaliches in that one, uh, which was pretty cool. Uh, in that game, I mentioned in 2001, uh, Ray Bork, who was then a member of the Colorado Avalanche. He was selected for his NHL record 19th All-Star appearance, most of which came with the Boston Bruins. And for the eighth time in 11 tries, he won the accuracy shooting portion of the skills competition. Legendary at that event. That was a highlight for me. Uh, Certainly watching him um, in that event. He, on two occasions, went four for four. If you don't remember that event or unfamiliar with it, they set up targets at the top uh, corners of each net, the bottom corners, and you have to try to knock out the target in as the fewest shots possible. In 1992 and in 1993, Ray Bork went four for four. That feat was matched by Marc Messier, uh, Jeremy Romick, Ronick, Thomas Coberley, uh, Evgeny Malkin, and Daniel Sedin. Uh, but Ray Bork won that event uh, consistently. Uh, he won it in, uh, yeah, 2000, 98, 99, going four for five, four for six, four for six. He won it going four for seven in 1990, 1997. Um, just legendary at that event. And that's the event that, uh, our boy Patrice Bergeron is going to, uh, take place, take part in this year. Um, in 2009 and 2011, Sedano Chara just, uh, obliterated previous, uh, hardest shot records, setting a record of uh, 105.4 and 105.9. That was later eclipsed by Shea Weber in 2016, 2015. 
But in 2012, um, Zdeno Chara hit a mark of 108.8, which is uh, still the record. Now, Martin Furk owns the record for hardest shot in hockey. At the 2020 All AHL All-Star Game, he hit 109.2, but Chara still owns that hardest shot uh, mark of 108.8 miles per hour, besting his own previous record of 105.9 in 2011. But again, uh, Shea Weber um, has the next three highest shots with 108.5, 108.1, and 107.8. Uh, in 2008, Willie O'Ree was honored for the 50th anniversary of his uh, barrier-busting NHL debut. Um, in that game, Mark Savard broke a 7-7 tie with 21 seconds remaining in regulation. And Tim Thomas backstopped his first of three uh, All-Star Game victories as the Eastern Conference won 8-7 at uh, Atlanta's Phillips Arena. And then probably the greatest All-Star moment or yeah, memory in Bruins history was that 1996 game that was played uh, at what is now TD Garden. It was then called Fleet Center. Uh, Cam Neely, Ray Bork each had a hand in the Eastern Conference's win in that game. Neely assisted on a Brendan Shanahan goal that put the East ahead 4-1 in the second period. Uh, the Western Conference came back to tie the game and in the final minute of regulation Ray Bork uh, picked up a loose puck beat Felix Potvin for the deciding goal en route to a 5-4 win and he won the uh, MVP honors in that one speaking of uh, sorry Bill Guerin going back to that uh, 2001 appearance for the Boston Bruins it shocked me to recall that he actually won the fastest skater uh, event that year as well, posting a speed of 13.69. Uh, Jonathan Drouin currently has the record at 13.103, and that's going to be an exciting uh, matchup this weekend with Dylan Larkin and Connor McDavid going head-to-head. Um, I uh, I'm excited to see how that one shakes out for sure. Um, again, Bill Guerin was excellent that season, scored 41 goals for the Boston Bruins and uh, was named MVP of that all-star game, um, which is, yeah, just a, a funny thing to remember because his time with the Bruins wasn't very long, but He's in the record books after recording a hat trick, adding two assists to capture MVP honors. Uh, but again, my favorite memories of the Bruins at the All-Star Game certainly revolve around uh, Ray Bork. Anytime he stepped up, you know, it was like all through the 90s. It was uh, a tradition to sit down, watch him in the accuracy competition, uh, rooting for him to go four for four. And even when he was with a uh, with the Colorado Avalanche, still rooting for him. Uh, I'm glad that he got that MVP honor back in 1996. 
on home ice. Certainly one of the best uh, memories I have watching the Bruins back in uh, back in the day, back in yeah high school, I guess. Now, Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues its march through the playoffs, right to the big game in a couple weeks. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, uh, the NHL, boxing, UFC. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season at BetOnline, where the game starts. So yeah, NHL uh, All-Star Game, the big story going around the NHL this weekend. Um, Gary Bettman, I believe, is going to meet with the media today where he'll be asked for updates on all kinds of situations. I would expect uh, Rocky Wirtz's outburst the other night will be front of mind. I would think that... um, if you are familiar with that story, uh, Blackhawks chairman Rocky Wirtz um, was asked a question at a town hall meeting the other night by Mark Lazarus of The Athletic, kind of how they're improving the culture going forward. Uh, he berated Lazarus um, and, yeah, just kind of went off. Uh, he did apologize for his outburst, praised Uh, his son Danny and the staff for the work that they have done to improve the culture and the team. But uh, it was truly a bad look for the Chicago Blackhawks. He's saying, we're not talking about this anymore. We're moving on, yada, yada. Um, Meanwhile, three more people are considering lawsuits against the Blackhawks related to the Brad Aldrich. Uh, Aldrich was the former Blackhawks video coach who, um, allegedly sexually assaulted Kyle Beach back in 2010. More Blackhawks news related to the Bruins. Uh, Seems as though they're interviewing Peter Chiarelli for the vacant post of general manager or perhaps hockey operations. So they don't want to talk about 2010, but they're going to dine out on his uh, accomplishments in 2011. In reality, looking back, obviously he put together uh, a Stanley Cup winning team. Always be thankful for that. His uh, decisions following that, 2013 and beyond, as well as his tenure with the Oilers, left a bit to be desired, but um, apparently enough to catch the Blackhawks' attention. Now, I mentioned the Olympics are kicking off today. Uh, Pierre Lebrun of TSN reporting, there's a strong possibility In 2024, there will be a World Cup of Hockey that will take place in February rather than in September when it took place last time. Uh, It would be the first to be staged in the middle of a season. And uh, if you recall, Canada won the last World Cup. Bergeron, Marchand starring in that one. Marchand scoring uh, the game-winning goal. Anyways, that is it for today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins for this week's episodes. Thank you so much for tuning in, for making it your first listen every day. Uh, I'm kind of going off the grid this weekend. Uh, my wife and I heading out to our favorite inn in the country uh, for a little r and I'm very excited about that. Uh, so don't expect a podcast first thing Monday if there's one 
that day. It might drop uh, later in the day, especially if Bergeron goes out and wins MVP. Uh, definitely will want to cover that, but it's possible you might not hear from me until Tuesday. Um, yeah, I hope you've all had a great week, that you have something fun planned for the weekend. And uh, thank you so much for the support here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. And for those asking, Bessie is doing just fine after her surgery last week. She is uh, resting behind me if you're watching on YouTube. So yeah, have a great weekend, friends, and we'll talk to you again next week. Bye.